I'd like to welcome to the show now, Michelle Wright. Michelle has got 10 months in the job with Greater Manchester Police. And I wanted to speak to Michelle to find out how her first few months in the job have been, what her expectations were for joining the police. And now she's had a little time to experience life in the cops, whether those expectations have changed. And ultimately, what does she now think makes a good cop? So Michelle, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Tell me a little bit about your history and how you came about being a police officer. So I've been interested in law since I was 16. I was going to take law as an A-level, but I was advised to take another subject. So I took psychology and that was sort of then took me on a path where I became sort of interested in how psychology and law combined. That took me to the University of Liverpool and down the path of studying investigative psychology with the renowned Professor Cantor, who was based at Liverpool. When I'd finished my master's, I did get an application form to join the police. So I was 21 then read through all the application form and just had a massive panic really and I thought I don't think I can do this don't think I've got the skills the confidence to be a frontline officer so right at that point I was more interested in investigative work and the detective side of things so as a result of that I went down an academic path and uh, for the last 20 years I've been really privileged to work with and alongside officers, detectives in a number of research-based roles. And over the years, I've really been struck by the dedication, drive, professionalism of all the senior investigating officers I've met. Two years ago, I made the decision to finally join. It was now or never. I was in a role where I was advising students that joining the police uh, was a good career option. So I decided to practice what I preach, following the footsteps of those officers who I'd met and admired. So what's the first 10 months been like for you? Can you tell me about your experiences so far? And more importantly, was it everything you expected of that role? It's everything I expected and more. The training was quite challenging really at first because it was during COVID times. So the majority of it was online, which meant that we were just going into the training school one day a week. But the three trainers that I had delivering to our class were absolutely fantastic. So they really made the most of delivering sessions over Zoom. So it did take some adapting and some getting used to being based at home and doing all the learning. Being really honest, even though I'm from an academic background, I found learning all the legislation quite overwhelming. So it was a lot more than I imagined it would be. But again, sort of getting into the studying side of it to prepare for the multiple choice question and exams was interesting, getting back into that, but had the support there from the trainers absolutely loved personal safety training it was probably the best two weeks of my training by far because it was yeah hands-on getting used to the cuffs and all the tactics and I think as well actually having had everything online to then have two weeks with the rest of my classmates as well and doing the very tactical training made it you know exciting and interesting as well like you say the job has been everything you expected and more but was there anything that really took you by surprise you know particularly in the respect of the role of a police officer being out on the streets 
and your expectations of that role? Yeah, so I think now that I'm on response, I've had my 10 weeks in tutorship and I'm just in my fourth week now as an independent on response. I think the two things that have really struck me is firstly, the amount of time that we spend dealing with people in mental health crisis So we are often the first ones there to deal with individuals in all levels of distress I've seen in the last 14 weeks. Secondly is the amount of administration work, reporting back in. So, for example, if we have dealt with someone in mental health distress, the care plans, the one to eights that we have to put in after you know, we've dealt with an incident, can take a time looking at the history of the person and as well putting the case file together for the CPS as part of our response duties. You went through a tutor constable period, which is normally about 10 weeks, isn't it? And during that 10 weeks, did you receive enough time to learn what you needed for the job? We've spoken to a sergeant who's got 28 years in the job. And they've really kind of hammered home the fact that actually as a police officer, you never stop learning and that even after 28 years, you're still learning. So did you get enough during that 10 weeks to prepare you for independent patrol? In policing, being a frontline officer, and I'm sure it'll extend to when I'm in the world of CID as well, I say every day is a school day. So I'm still you know, learning as I go and deal with different things. The 10 weeks, I was told, is... A maximum but it can change so if I'd not completed everything on my police action checklist there was the possibility for that to be extended and I have got colleagues who I know whose tutor period has been extended by a couple of weeks to make sure they've ticked everything off but based on my own experience my 10 weeks was split four weeks with a tutor based in the tutor unit which was a lot slower paced So the tutor constable I had for the first four weeks was able to select what jobs we went to. They were able to listen to the radio and decide what we went to. And that had a benefit in that we had the opportunity to talk through things in slower time before we went out to things. And then we'd do it and then review it afterwards He was an absolute ball to be with, to be honest. We just laughed right from the offset. Really calm, patient with me, you know, learned a lot about how to approach different things. My second tutor constable was on response. Met for the first time at the briefing on parade, so I had no contact prior to that. So that was a bit nerve-wracking, but he totally put me at ease from the first minute we met. He was actually born the year I left school, but we bonded over the club classic anthems on the radio. A lot of blue light runs in the car. It was my first introduction to response policing and that was so fast paced. So that meant it was more go out, deal with what we were faced with and then at the end of the shift, review what we'd done and what we'd gone through. Straight away going on response, I like that way of learning because it was just deal with it and then deal with the next thing and deal with the next thing. And I think that's prepared me more for being independent now because we weren't allocated jobs. As the jobs came in on the radio, we were just going straight out to them. And I think that has yeah prepared me a lot more now for what I'm doing and the fast paced nature and us not knowing what we're going to be dealing with when we get there. 
both really experienced cops, both tutored a number of different students. So I really benefited from both of their approaches. All of that taken into consideration, the training, the 10 weeks, the 10 months you've had now in the job. Can you tell me now what you think makes a good cop? I've got a big list of uh, things, so I'll try and keep it succinct. First is the ability to talk and connect with people. So to be a people person, to talk with people at their level and adapt to what they're telling you. The second is the ability to actively listen, which I think relates to the first point. Third, being empathetic and kind, trying to put yourself in the person's shoes and understand sort of what they're going through, be that victim, witness, suspect, offender. The fourth is having common sense, which I know is, how do we summarise what I mean by that? But I think the ability to perceive and make decisions based on what you're faced with. Fifth, attention to detail, being alert to what's going on around you, being able to accurately take notes, but also in terms of the process and administrative side when you're recording and checking what's on the systems as well. Six, self-awareness and the ability to connect and understand different types of people that you're dealing with, but also how that impacts on yourself. Seven is a sense of humour. I think it's a must dealing with very difficult things and I think that's really you know important eighth being a team player I think one of the things that I've been really struck by is the amount of support that is available from my colleagues and doing the job well is doing it together so being part of a team is really strong personal aspect nine is having resilience and I think that develops over time But if you do know how to deal with things and difficult things, I think that is important in being a good cop. Final one is knowing when to ask for help because there's an expectation we have to know a lot of things and deal with a lot of difficult things. And it's being able to speak up and say, if you don't know. I reached out on social media and asked for officers who just joined the job. Thank you so much for responding. I think it's been brilliant. And the fact that you've put together this top 10. So many of those topics have come up in lots of different conversations. So to hear that from somebody who's only done 10 months is really, really reassuring that actually that message is getting through really early in training, which is fantastic. What's the number one thing you've learned so far out of all of those things? And what advice would you give to anybody thinking about applying or is about to join the job as the cops? The first one is the ability to stay calm and focused regardless of what you're dealing with at the time. And that's something that I've learned actually doing the job. In terms of my advice, it would be go for it, do it. It's the best thing I've ever done. I wouldn't say I'd rewind the clock because, you know, I've developed a lot of experience and life skills in the 20 years of not being a cop. But for those thinking of doing it, don't hold off, do it now. And when you are doing it, ask for the help. You know, don't be afraid of saying, I don't know how to do that or I can't remember that. Just speak out and say, your teammates are there for you on relief, the sergeants are there. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a really exciting conversation for me to speak to somebody who is just so fresh in the job. And I really, really 
look forward to you maintaining that enthusiasm throughout your career and I really look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Really enjoyed it. Fizzing with enthusiasm here. That's all we have time for in this episode. But if you'd like to find out more information on this subject or any of the issues we discuss on the College of Policing podcast, then head over to the website, college.police.uk. Please also check out our extensive show notes with links and signposts to help you broaden your own knowledge, evidence and research for each area that we discuss on this podcast. You've been listening to the official College of Policing podcast with me, Rob Flanagan. I do hope you will join us again soon for the next episode, taking a closer look inside policing.